feeling this week? What's I'm feeling all right. My my dog's trying to destroy me right now. He's trying to chew me up, but he, okay, he's leaving. Um, okay. What's keeping you up at night, man? What are your demons, dude? What's, what's keeping me up at night, huh? Yeah. Oh man. Okay, what's two things. You out? What's stressing you out? What's making um, you hit the bottle? Let, w- w- that's two different questions. That's no, two different I, questions. I mean, it really is the same thing. I'm just asking, how are you being tormented? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Let, let's start with what's keeping me up at night. I'll say okay. two things. Number one. Number one is my my phone, um, specifically Reddit. Really? Reddit is a time suck. Yes, dude, and it doesn't go away. I tried so hard. I've gotten to the point where um, now I feel like. In, not in order for me to fall asleep, but one way, one very useful way for me to fall asleep is I'll open Reddit, I'll start scrolling, doom scrolling, and then I'll pass out. Mm, Dude. Yeah. And sometimes, and I'll, I catch myself like in the middle of the day sometimes where it's becomes, I've done it so often that it's become kind of like a, my body reacts to Reddit. I basically fall asleep. Like I knock out. So like I'll sit there like on, you know, whatever in public, friend's couch, whatever. I'll scroll through Reddit and all of a sudden next thing I know I'm like nodding off. Interesting. Craziest what, thing. What are what are the uh, top three um, subreddits you visit most often? Mm, um, top three subreddits. Or top one or top two. You're in Wall Street uh, bets, right? Of course, I'm sure you are. Yeah, well, I used to be. Not anymore. Not anymore. I don't really listen. I don't really look into it that much anymore. I've been um, um, really into frugal male fashion. Is one okay. And um, f- uh, like Dallas is another one, like you know, sub Dallas subreddit, oh, okay. keeping things local. Yeah. Um, and then I'm think of like a weird one that that I've been looking at. Um, actually, you know what? Let me pull out my phone right now. Well, I haven't been on Reddit in quite some time, but the ones that I like to frequent is um, CST, which is Critical Shower Thoughts. Uh, and those are always uh eye openers um it's not conspiratorial that's not really the cause it's just kind of i don't know just people asking questions and whether or not have other people notice certain things here and there it is it's it's a good one um it's it's a good subreddit for thought-provoking comments and statements and posts um i'll check that out for sure oh okay this this is a good one um at ATBGE. I don't know if you heard of it. Awful taste, but great execution. Oh yeah, those are good. Yeah, I've seen those before, <laughs> man. Those are good. Um, yeah. Um, what other one have I been into? Um, I like the uh, marijuana, the micro grows, like so, like the bonsai uh, marijuana grows. I don't know if you've seen those before. Um, I've seen them, but I didn't know they had a subreddit. There's for a whole it. subreddit, and, and it's called uh, I think micro. Uh, Micro something. Micro growery. Micro growery, yeah. And then there's like an even smaller one, which is like bonsai growery, something like that. And it's they pre they uh they grow the marijuana plant in a certain way that it only grows like two feet tall or one foot tall actually, and you can put it on your desk and it like sprouts like two buds and that's it. You know what I mean? Like you're gonna only gonna get a gram off of it for like you know three four months of work. But it's very beautiful, surprisingly. I don't smoke oh, anymore, but, but I think aesthetically the plant's really beautiful. I like the smell of it, even though it's really strong. And um, in the bonsai form, it's very pretty. So I don't know. It's, it's, it's a cool thing to do. Oh, well, not that I've done it, right? Because, of course, I'm in a state that's illegal to grow it. But I'm just saying it's aesthetically <laughs> pleasing. Um, yeah, man. My, Reddit, what were you going to say? I said my uncle used to grow pot um, in his closet. 
Oh, and, really? Um, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, I think he ended up smoking it all. I think the goal was to, was to sell it, but he ended up just, you know, just, just using it all. And then um, my dad um, did some work for uh, one of my business partners who owns a, you know, he owns a grow, uh, two grows and like two dispensaries. And um, um, he, you know, in, he gave my dad a gift along with like payment and things like that, but gave him a gift of a, um, uh, what do you call it? Hydroponic setup, like a whole hydroponic oh, okay. grow setup, not with the lights, just like with the, with the pots and like the, the filtration system, whatever. And he sure. took it home and, you know, obviously my dad knows what it is. He gave my dad a bunch of pot too. My mom had no idea. And she was like, Oh, I'm gonna plant this and this and this and this. And like, <laughs> she had no idea until like recently, like we mentioned something like, Hey, that's actually like a, uh, a thing they use for growing weed. Yeah. Have you, have you ever heard of like space buckets? I've heard of that. Space buckets. Um, so it's like this whole, it's a subreddit, but it's also like a, a certain type of growing marijuana where they'll get a like paint buckets, uh, but not like paint buckets, but like the, uh, the plastic buckets like you would see at Home Depot or like Lowe's, those five gallon was a 10 gallon buckets. Oh Anyways, yeah. Yeah. Those come in lids. Right. And what they'll do is they'll put soil in the bottom of that. Um, they'll put a blue led light uh, for like computers inside, like they'll line the inside of the bucket with that lighting. Then they'll drill or cut a, cut a hole into that bucket and, and purchase like a computer fan, like a PC computer fan and attach it to the top or the side. And basically you shut it, you shut the, the, the seed or the plant in there. Um, and you're just, they're called space buckets basically. Cause they just kind of look like space when you peek into them because of the blue lighting and the fan oh. and, uh, it's, it's a way to conceal the smell, apparently, or something like that. Interesting. It's also, it's, it's also a good way to grow like, good good quality marijuana because uh, of the lighting and temperature control. Because um, you, you want to have a fan blowing uh, in order to keep the stem, the, the stem strong and the lighting. And, and also people will program it. Like they'll buy certain like circuit board type things and, and program it for certain light. Because at, at a certain point, like for the first few weeks, you it's like a – six to 18 type of light ratio and then mm. as you go further in you want a little bit less light anyways you have to be really specific or not like you stress the plant and you get a male plant which mm. for those that know the male plant doesn't produce the marijuana mm. yes. Yeah. yes but it does smell a lot that's for sure regardless dude i i have such a love for like horticulture and people mm-hmm. like doing things with plants and it feels so good like whenever like I, I have a few plants here, like house plants, and then I, I'm growing like basil and you know herbs and stuff like that, and it's it's just awesome. I'll just spend like you know ten minutes of my day or whatever just watering them or just taking a look at them and seeing like checking their health status, and so it's such an amazing like like healing experience. Why is that? It 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 feels strange because I don't know. Look, because the comparison I'm making, because I know what you're talking about, having a little plant, especially like a little mini desk flower plant or whatever. And like you compare it to a dog or a living animal, like you still have the same amount of ownership. They're still requiring on you to like feed it. But there's something, I'm not saying a, a dog is less intimate, but there's something about a plant where it's like, oh, this thing literally cannot tell me it needs me unless it just starts dying on me. Mm. And I don't know. It just, it's kind of, I don't know. It's, it's a different relationship, I guess. And it's, uh, sure. sometimes it's, it's, has its, it's just as deep in its own way, despite not being a living, breathing animal, you mm-hmm. know, like you would have a dog. And so the cute feeling you have over a few flowers, it's, you literally go like, 
hey, little guy, how are you? You know, you just mm. kind of whisper to it and you flick its petals and you you brush its stem and you caress it, you know, <laughs> nice and slowly. Yeah, t- you nip up the leaves a little bit, you groom it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, it's like a, I don't know, like for me, it's like a, I, I see it as like a symbiotic relationship. Like, you know, because I, I, when I look at the plants, I'm like, this plant's giving me something. It's giving yeah. me, you know, it's, I don't know if this is true, but it's like oxygenating the room. It's humidifying the room and purifying a little bit. The mm-hmm. basil I can actually eat. Um, yeah. and I, I mean, I feel that way towards animals too, but there's certain animals where I'm like, I'm not really getting any value out of this thing. And I hate to, I hate to make it seem like that, but it's kind of true. Like, um, for example, my, my little dog here, <laughs> he no provides value. Me, no value. <laughs> he, he's not a protecting, he's not, he's not going to protect you. Uh, he, yeah. he kind of, he, he's learning his name right now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, even though we've called him by the same name since like he was four weeks old, um, mm-hmm. he's almost a year old now. Um, but like, he's not really good for anything. He doesn't really, you know, he doesn't fetch nothing like that. Like, you know, not, 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 like no, like no, like real no. intrinsic value. Right. Other no than function. like no function, no exactly. hunting, gathering help, no nothing. It's just, you're just a liability. Okay. Exactly. He's a yeah. liability for sure. It's just the fact that sometimes he does like really cute, funny stuff and it makes me laugh and like to point out and make one of them and it's it's hilarious. That's yeah. about it. What, what, is it a mutt? What, what type is it? He's a, he's a shih tzu. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. really okay, interesting. I have, a, um, I have a German shepherd and she's a beast, man. She's sweet, but the moment she's like ready to go – it's it's scary. It oh, really is scary. Oh, dude, my my other dog. She's uh she's a mutt. She's half boxer, half husky. She's like your German Shepherd, like that. Very mm. protective. Very great. Like amazing dog. Very passionate about her owner. Yeah. Me specifically. Oh, yeah, Every dude. time I'm with her, I feel like I'm Will Smith. You know, riding around uh, New York. Yes, like, dude. Like I am Legend. Yeah, hundred percent, man. It's like if I'm ever. I think if I continue to get dogs, I would continue getting German Shepherds that are female. There's a bond there that I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, she's really ride or die. You oh, know, like dude. if something goes down, I do want to have three of them protecting me. You dude, know? that brings up a great point. Um, and something I was talking to my girlfriend about the other day too, about like boy and girl dogs. Like mm. um, I have such a deeper connection with my with my girl dog than I do with my boy dog. It's like yeah. – I don't know if it's I don't know what it is honestly is it a no, monthly? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. And how do they know the difference? Mm. Like they're like, "Oh, this guy's a man. I'm therefore threatened, and therefore I'm not going to build a long bonding relationship with my master because he's also a male figure." Mm. Like what is that? Do they know? Do they do they know by the sound of your voice? Do you secrete certain like like pheromones that let them know that this is also a male from a dis- different species therefore I'm not going to bond with him as much. Maybe dude. I I don't know. Maybe it's a mannerisms. I have honestly have no idea, but I mean, I I see it with my shit zoo right now. Like he Mm. for sure loves and and loves my girlfriend more than he loves me for sure. That's like, that is his master there. Like I am, that's, that's his master. I'm like the, I'm like the master's assistant. That's how he treats me. Yeah. I know (laughs) what you're talking about. You know, it's funny that you bring that up because I have noticed that relationships with the male dog is subpar. It's whatever, like, he could die. He could see me die. And there's really no feelings in between. And then there's a female one. It's like, wow, like I'm in a, and I'm in a weird relationship with her. Like she feels me and I feel her kind of thing. Like mm-hmm. if I'm in pain, I know hundred percent sure. Like she's just as worried as a mother, you know, it's, it's very strange. Mm-hmm. You know? And I don't know, like you said, Matt, like mannerisms or like, 
Are they able to pick up a certain thing? I wonder if gay men have better relationships with male dogs. What do you think about that? That's interesting. <laughs> I don't know. That's I'm a, curious. That's a great question. I don't know. Yeah, I'll be honest. Like most of my gay friends, they all have cats. I don't know any gay. I don't have any gay friends who have dogs. Maybe they had a dog. And hey, they that's the true. Younger, that is true, cats. man. Yeah. Now that I think about it, every gay person that I've met, and I'm not trying to generalize the gay community, but uh, whatever, I'm joking, right? Uh, but I, I have. I think you're right. I've only noticed cats with with gay men. That's Definitely. strange. If you're listening to this and, and you're a gay man with a dog, please let me know. I'd love to talk to you. Yes, prove us wrong. If you feel marginalized, let us know. <laughs> uh, Dude, okay. So another one, another one. Um, to your question earlier about what keeps me up at night, um, uh, I watched this documentary. The U.S. government. That's, that's the first right. answer. But related to U.S. government, what do they do. So the Marshall Islands, right? You know, mm-hmm. the Marshall Islands is the islands. Uh, yes. It's kind of in between, I think, Hawaii and Philippines, like somewhere in the Pacific. And it's a big mm-hmm. base that we we used, um, we still use to this day, I think. But um, it's a base that we also use to drop nuclear bombs and test nuclear bombs there. And then yeah. the local people, the islanders, got infected, you know, with nuclear fallout. And over sure. a span of like I think forty years, we like basically used them as guinea pigs. And I was watching this documentary about how the doctor who's in charge of the study. He would um, grab a couple of them, right, like the you know the chief and uh, and some of the guys and a couple of women, whatever. Fly them into New York, show them the sites, things like that. Take them to the lab, do a bunch of studies, right? Then take them to his house, do dinner, kind of thing like that, and then fly them back to the to the Marshall Islands, basically to die. And hmm. I was just like, man, this is so weird. And the other thing too um, is they did not. Um, uh, like reimburse or you know pay uh, reprehensions for uh, reparations for um, the community of people because they so they some of their islands got so bad with the nuclear fallout that like they had to leave the island they, they were forced out of their you know out of their islands of like yeah you know, they owned for generations mm-hmm. and whatever and a lot of the people died from cancer man like at young ages and stuff like forties and stuff forties and fifties sure it's crazy and uh, so. Is- so sorry, continue. Yeah, and it's just like the the government kind of just they did that. And um and on the episode or the documentary I saw, they're talking to the ambassador, the US ambassador for the Marshall Islands, and the dude did not have like a like honestly he's at 60 years plus or his division has 60 years plus to to give a good answer to the public, right? For this mm-hmm. incident, right? At least just say sorry. Just say hey, this is what we did. We did nuclear testing on people, right? It sucked. These people, a lot of people died, right? But it gave us a clear perspective of what the damage of nuclear bombs and nuclear devices can do to people, right? Yeah. These guys were martyrs and we, we like and we respect them and like we want to honor them, you know, yada yada, right? The fucking ambassador, this this kind of pissed me off the way he answered. He's the fucking ambassador. Basically just answered it like any re- regular PR dude just textbook like hey refer to this document here that's all i can really talk about it and i'll just like that's unbelievable i was like this is not something that's like covered up like people know about this so but like you gotta yeah. you gotta point to the pr book i was like come on dude so this is keeping you up at night the, yes the, the reality that your government doesn't care about you <laughs> i've already known about that but yes this is but, but it's deep and the definition has gone further 
it yes. has gone higher a tier more than so more than you thought before i guess not well, really not really it's, it was expected like you know it's not oh, it's nothing yeah. like i wasn't surprised by it right it's it's <gasps> one of those things where like uh um, sam <laughs> he did what to the public you know I'm yeah. a like I'm a patriot for sure. Like that's what you know. Like till the day I die for sure. And, and I, I love mm-hmm. my country, but and I know the government's fucked up. But there's I know there's there there's many people inside of the government trying to make things better as much as best yeah. they can. Uh, but you know shit happens, right? And especially in the past, like a lot of shit happened because people just didn't know any better yeah. social norms, things like that. Um, so like I I, I see I, you know whenever I, basically the the way I try to handle like my consumption sure. of knowledge around the government is like i like to you know look into something that that was really shitty that happened but then like the next day or you know sometime later when i when i get back interested i'll look up something great something cool that we did you know like a fun fact mm-hmm. like awesome thing just to like help the balance but um quite often it, it's been bending towards like the opposite so yeah yeah i know what you mean um well it's interesting i i I don't know if at this point I'd consider myself a patriot. I think the only thing I'm, I'm only loyal to the Republic of Texas. <laughs> That's all. Okay. I take it down to the state level. Okay. Yeah. I don't have any, I have no feelings for the federal level. I'm all about re- the Republic of Texas. Long live 1836 or I think it's 1846. <laughs> I don't even know actually, but that's the only thing I'm loyal to it's the state of Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Amen, brother. <laughs> I mean, which is probably the the OG form of patriotism, right? And then you had the thirteen colonies, and then they went off from there, right? Oh, like, that's absolutely right. Yeah, that is. I mean, that is like, the ultimate pure form of of um, of patriotism. But, is like because if you believe in the whole system, then you 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 would. I mean, it depends how you view it, but I, I think at a certain point, it was what was valued was the state level state rights, and then we 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 participated in a union, right? But ultimately, your first love was your region which was you know the state you were you know you grew up in right or mm-hmm. the state you were you raised were raised in right uh so i guess the republic of texas right uh, Rand- i don't know i just say that to sound cool right but th- i'm sure texas also has its same you know corruption just like any other place right so totally man it is Have you- it is. let me ask you a question what are your thoughts on? i, I know i'm sure this has happened to you but um you know for at least for me i've come across in my lifetime more than a handful of people who did not really identify with the state that they came from. They weren't really excited or pumped about it. Like, you know, like I am, or we are whenever we talk about Texas and whatnot. Um, What's it, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, I mean, every other state is kind of lame. And the only reason I say that is because Texas, if I'm, if I'm, if I'm correct, was the only one that was its own, sovereign country for a few years and that's like that's 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 really the coolest thing right like if there's anything to achieve within statehood it would be or like within the state would be to upgrade to one more level and become your own country right and i think we're the only ones that have have done that that i can think of unless i'm wrong i don't know can you think of another one um no i don't know if another one was a sovereign country exactly in New York, what do you have? You got the you got New York City. I mean, the melting pot of the world. Okay, great. And then you got California. All the entertainment's there. And then you got Florida. I guess you got some big ones, but none of them have been a country. And we all know that countries are better than states. Mm. You know. So I think it's one of those things where, like, I don't know the fact that we were our own country and then had to 
regress back into a state to appease the 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 other lesser states you know what i mean we had to downgrade you know what i mean mm-hmm. but we also lost the war and the whole thing so i guess i guess there's that too right definitely but did you know and a lot of people don't know this and i'm from this area so let me let me tell you some history okay um let me just look it up before i start paraphrasing facts uh, 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 let me see here we go uh Okay, here we go. Here's the cool thing. Okay, so you have the Republic of Texas, right? Mm-hmm. So Texas was a, their, their own country for a couple of years, somewhere in the 1800s, right? But what people don't know is that at one point, there was a country within a country. So Texas had it, had a country inside Texas for a little bit called the Republic of the Rio Grande. So if you're familiar with the state of Texas, the very bottom peak of it Okay, that's the Rio Grande Valley, the RGV. So this is South San Antonio, very South San Antonio, like about four hours. Um, if people know the area, it's bordering Mexico. And uh, it was the Republic of the Rio Grande. And the Republic of the Rio Grande, uh, here, let me read you the, uh, the Wikipedia thing because a lot of people don't know this part. This uh, was an independent nation that insurgents fighting against the centralist Republic of Mexico sought to establish in northern Mexico. The Republic of the Rio Grande was just one of a series of independence movements in Mexico under unitary government dominated by Santana, including the Republic of Texas, the Republic of Zacatecas, and the Republic of the Yucatan. The rebellion lasted from 17 January to Jan- January 17th to November 6, 1840. So for about less than a year, there was another country within Texas. Wow. And the first president was a former governor of Tamaulipas. Tamaulipas is the bordering state in Mexico that is right next to Texas. So a former governor was also the first president of the Republic of the Rio Grande that lasted for about a year. Wow. And the governor's name was Jesus de Cardenas. And uh, if you read up his recapitulation, among the present were appointed. Okay, anyways, I'm not going to read you the whole thing. But the uh, I believe the um, the capital was in Laredo. Anyways, cool story. That's all I got. I got nothing else, man. That's awesome, dude. No, that's fucking cool. And I, I love that. Yeah. I love that. So where I'm currently living, it was a country, and then that got removed, and then the state was its own country. So, you know, I'm in an area that's that's been governed by three governmental bodies, I guess. <laughs> Pretty cool stuff, man. That is, a lot of people don't know it. That, a lot of people don't know it. That is. Anyways. Uh, what else? What else keeps you up at night? What else keeps? Me- I guess I'd say right. What keeps me up at night is not the question, right? Yeah. Um. What else keeps uh, me up at night, man? I um. Let me think. Um. Mayonnaise. <laughs> mayonnaise keeps me up at night because I don't. Mayonnaise? Yeah. I uh. I I know a lot of people who don't like mayonnaise. I I don't. You know. I don't really care. I mean, it's not that I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't have a care for it either. I'm neutral. I'm in the middle. Like I could do without it. Do with it. Kind of thing. I like mayonnaise mixed with other things. Mayonnaise by itself, I'm kind of like. What do you mix mayonnaise with? Um, I mean, like uh, whenever they make you know all those crazy sauces that, that they have, like you know at, at fast food and stuff like that, all that's made out of mayonnaise and like ketchup or mayonnaise, cayenne pepper, and um, garlic. Oh, and okay, like that. that's what you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know what mayonnaise mm. is made out of. And then the other thing I heard too when I was growing up, I remember that like a lot of the kids um, would make this joke about around how. Um, I don't know if it was black people or white people. One of the races just didn't like mayonnaise. 
it was like a thing like for the race for the race not to like mayonnaise and i never understood that joke at all because like i like mayonnaise mm. and like i never heard heard anybody of either race kind of complain about mayonnaise but it was like a thing because i heard it more than once from no different people. um i think i think i know what you're talking about did you ever see um what's that movie uh undercover something it was this black undercover brother like this undercover brother well, the whole movie, there was this whole thing that one, I don't know if it was him or it was another black guy, but he kept eating mayo, like sandwiches filled up with mayo. And, or no, it was, if I can remember correctly, and correct me if I'm wrong, but a part of the villain in that movie was convert, like converting black men into acting white. And one of the symptoms was really liking mayo. <laughs> Does that, do you recall that? That's what I remember. If I'm wrong, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to be any type of way. I'm just saying, like, that's what I recalled in that movie. Like, yeah, that's they, right. They, I remember that. Right? Yeah. I do it. So, so the undercover brother was being hypnotized, and so he started having a craving for mayo, which was a humor that only white guys or white people like mayo. Um, I, I, but why is it? Is it because of the color? Like, it's because it's like – No, I don't think it's that. I, I, I don't – here's my question. I don't know – Maybe the, the culturally their food never maybe had a lot of need for mayo besides sauces. I don't know. I mean, I mean, I'm not too familiar with the black community and how they like their sandwiches, right? I mean, I don't know. Is it do they? Is there like just like Mexicans? We like to put hot Cheetos in our sandwiches, and that's very Mexican. Mm. Like every <laughs> every time a kid brought a subway to school. In South Texas, you be- you better believe it that that kid put all his hot Cheetos in that sandwich. <laughs> like that's, that's Mexican, bro. Like hot Cheetos in a bologna mayo sandwich was a common thing to do here, and it was a Hispanic thing. Um, and I don't see white people doing that. So I wonder if if black people like a certain ingredient in theirs that they grew up with. You know? Yeah. Um, hot sauce. I think hot sauce is pretty popular in the black community, but also in the Asian community too. Um, related to that, uh, the Mexican thing. So my girlfriend, when I first started, she's Mexican. When I first started dating her, she, uh, (laughs) Latina, (laughs) and she, she had a Valentina bottle next to her bed, like the jumbo size, like the humongous one. Oh, that's Mexican. I was like, that's a big bottle of hot sauce. I was like, why do you have that here? She's like, oh, I use it for everything. And literally I discovered over the time of being with her, she uses it for everything. (laughs) Everything, dude. That's funny. It's it's the same thing here, man. With, I mean, jalapenos or habanero or just lime, just lime, anything with lime, really. But I think that's becoming more universal now. Lime just improves everything, honestly. Mm. Um, yeah, there's nothing I don't add jalapenos to, or lime. You know, you, if, if we're doing hot dogs, I need to have jalapenos. If we're doing burgers, give me some jalapenos. Not that I need it, but if there is, I'll do it. You know, um, yeah. and breakfast tacos, jalapenos, everything. But the salsa Valentina is funny, man. That's that's very funny. And I can imagine, like, there's no need for it to be in the bedroom. But sure enough, there it is. And it's a Sam's Club sized salsa, de va- salsa Valentina bottle. I was so taken aback. I, I, I was like, I love hot sauce, too. But there's a lot of hot sauce. And it's in a weird, you know, it's in a weird <laughs> spot. I don't know about this. Like, where, that's funny. Where I would expect like lo- you know, like lotion or something like that to be. It's like, are you putting this on you? Like as like I don't know, some <laughs> routine. Is this a daily part of your routine? <laughs> um, 
So for those curious back at home, uh, mayo is a, a high-fat condiment made from egg yolks, egg yolks, vinegar, or lemon juice, spices, and flavorings. I'm sorry, that was not really the best description. But egg yolks is what I remember. So it's egg cream. Mm. Oh, that sounded Can I have some egg cream with my slice of bread? Uh, it's like eggnog. Well, not even that, man. It's cream. Yeah, just it's, cream. It's... It's egg yolks. Yeah. Ugh. Eggnog is uh eggnog's overrated to me. Do you like eggs? I like eggs, but I don't know about eggnog. I can't, eggs I can't do eggs. Really? I, I just man, I'm 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 a very visual person, so I'm thinking about a chicken laying oh. this this capsule, and in this capsule there's a juice, and in this juice is an embryo, mm. and in this embryo there's omelets. And I see the whole process. I seen Mike Rowe too many times at chicken farm places, and I and I seen the whole thing. And even if it's cage free, whatever, it's just like here's a cap a, a capsule of chicken juice, right? Mm-hmm. And then when you cook it, it's just the smell. It fills up the whole apartment, fills up the whole house, and it's just like someone here is cooking eggs. There's no doubt in your mind that smell is so. <laughs> It's so thick, bro. It's so thick. And all I can think of is the word embryo or, or fetus <laughs> yeah. or just anything that sounds like abortion. It's just like I'm thinking about it and I'm just like, it's just nasty, man. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, don't get me wrong. I'll still do it, but it can't just be eggs, right? It has to be eggs and then maybe, maybe refried beans or something like that. Mm, mixed. But the, problem with, but the problem that I had with it, though, and I lost taste for it because I've had too many people cook me some eggs. And every time they cook the eggs, they cooked them too quickly, right? So there was still some kind of like mucus side of side, <laughs> yeah, I know you're talking about. <laughs> side effects. And it's like, bro, give it another two minutes, man. Don't give me this egg mucus. And it's just like it's chunky and it's still kind of wet and it's just very mucus. Salmonella filled. Is yeah. it basic? Well, not salmonella. But then one time, and I have to say it, but my mother really turned me off from eggs one time because I think one day she cracked the eggs. And I, she, she left a little bit of a shell and some, some like shell debris inside my huevos. And I was, one day I was eating the eggs and I just felt this crunch mm. and it was salty. And I was like, mm, never again. <laughs> and so the shell was crunchy and it was just a bad taste. And I just got a lot of visuals and it was just. It's just strange, man. It really is strange. So, uh, I don't know. I can't. I, I can't wrap my mind around it. It's just. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I'm wondering if, if like, if if another animal were to give out their offspring in a capsule, and then we just busted it open, and the 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 soup of the offspring came out, will we stir fry it? Like, imagine if that's the cows came out from one big capsule. Will we just mash it, and we would just have like a pool? Of cow embryo and would be cooked. Oh, definitely, we probably would if that's how they came out. Oh, definitely, of. dude. We eat. We eat def- humans would eat that for sure. I've seen. Uh, I've had ostrich egg and it's humongous. Oh egg. yeah. Yeah. So uh, sorry. Uh, uh, before we get off the topic of eggs, so I'm also the worst person to talk to <laughs> eggs about because uh, do you know what balut is? Balut. Yeah. I don't Google know. Google it. Don't tell me it's the the baby. Yeah, 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 that's the one. B a l u t. Uh, it's a uh, like a, a Southeast Asian. Like oh, I love it, bro. I grew up eating it, like since since I can oh, remember, dude. God. And um, 
And, I mean, it's not like I eat oh it all the time, God. but like, hey, if I'm at my if I'm at my uh, parents' place and they, they got some, they made some, dude. Yes, I'm gonna have one. You eat it with lemongrass and then you eat it with salt and pepper. So you put salt and pepper in there, right? And then you, and you take a bite of lemongrass and then you take a bite of the the um, the egg with the with the feet. And, and and it's a it's a little baby chicken. Yeah, right? yeah. It's but it's very small and the bones haven't formed, <laughs> so it's like uh, it's just like meat. Really, it's just like it's kind of like a like a squishy meat or cartilage, if you will. Man, gosh! You know what? I'm trying to wrap my around, my mind around it, and I guess it's equivalent to sardines, right? Like you can eat the big fish. I eat I eat a big chicken, but then a sardine is like a small little fish, and I should be okay with that too, right? Yeah. And uh, or, so for you, caviar, you're yeah. probably viewing you're viewing it the same way I view, you know. Um, Look, what, what did I just say? I totally forgot. Yeah. Sardines. sardines. Yeah. Oh yeah, sardines. I mean, I kind of, I yeah. kind of like it. I mean, I, I look at it this way: like, um, it's. Oh my God. I kind of sometimes I I, pre, I prefer it too because it's like, I mean, this is kind of sound kind of fucked up, but like, I know that that chicken, right? Like, I know that this uh, this uh, balut, right? This egg came from a pretty reasonable source because what I heard is like for these eggs to be able to. Um, grow and and have a fetus and things like that like that has to be a very natural egg like it can't be one of these um white eggs that you find at you know the grocery store right oh, yeah. like these are yeah. farm raised you know cage free things like that like they can you know they can they can actually grow a chicken or a duck whatever it is exactly so that's that's one side to it. the other side to it too is like i i also recognize that like this thing that you know this this fetus this this creature hasn't explored the world yet it hasn't been exposed to all this you know all the the nasty ugly shit that could happen on farms or you know these feeds and things like that like it has been fed steroids or whatever so i'm like okay maybe if i you know if i eat this thing it's a little bit more healthier than if i eat like white white breast uh chicken meat that's another thing i want to mention too i don't really eat white uh white meat chicken dude not my not my thing yeah chicken breast no go i'm not i'm like can't do it if i'm at a friend's wow um it's the most unhealthiest part of a chicken. Um, it's the it's the area that they pump with steroids to make it, mm-hmm. make it big and juicy and so forth. It's uh it's around the breast area, and the, as a chicken, um, you don't there's no movement there. You don't, there's no muscle, and that's not yeah. muscle, dude. That's uh, that's just meat and fat, and um, that's why the dark meat is dark is because like it, there's it's it's strained, right? It's strenuous. It's it's moved around. It's uh that's a thigh. I agree yeah. with you, man. I agree with and, you. And um, I ha- I've just had bad experiences when I was uh, when I was like in high school, going to college. I would like eat a lot of uh, chicken meat, like breast meat, you know, just to, like get buff and, and whatever. And then after a while, I was like, I got tired yeah. of it. And I was like, this doesn't taste like how how I would think it's supposed to taste. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's just matter. Yes, at, at that's perfect. Point, it's just, it's just matter. matter. It was. Yeah, in my mind, I kind of converted yeah. it to thinking of like, oh, this is like chicken, right? To this is like this is this is uh, muscle. This is muscle protein for me, you know. Exactly. No, it's there's nothing to unless you season it well. There's nothing to it. The only thing that I mean. So do you? So let me ask you: Do you do like chicken wings? Like, do you go to Wingstop? Do you do oh, anything on ch- that? Oh yeah, I love lemon pepper chicken wings from Wingstop. <laughs> okay, okay. So, so you're talking about just not the breast yeah, chicken yes. type thing, like? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, chicken. So, so do you do Chick Fil A? Do you do Popeyes chicken sandwiches? Do you get into the hype no. and do you go for the newest chicken? Sandwich? I will say this about Chick Fil A. Okay, I love the chicken sandwiches. So I, I, that's one white meat that I can do with. Just because, but it's because of the MSG. 
Let me ask the you MSG. this. What do you think? What do you think? Yeah, the MSG, man, that, that stuff uh, dumbs you down, man. Um, I think. Yeah, I know it does. Um, let me ask you this. Why do you think, because Chick-fil-A has been around for quite some time. Why, why, all of, why all of a sudden everybody's racing to make the best chicken sandwich? Mm. What's, what happened here? Did something go down? Did Chick-fil-A do something different Ooh. and then Popeye's and then McDonald's and then there's got to be like two other ones, right? Something caused them to go at it. And I'm like, what caused this race for the best chicken mm. sandwich? I think um, – What do you think it was? I think it's kind of – let me, let me try, try to figure out the second reason. The f- one reason I can name as to why is um, the popularity of chicken and the bad rap that, that beef gets. Um, there's a mm. lot more people eat chicken than who eat beef and beef. If you eat beef, your red meat specifically, like it's associated with a lot of bad things, you know, climate change, um, slaughterhouses, all this bad stuff. Again, you know, chickens mm. go through the same thing, but the marketing and like the, 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 the lore behind it is not as bad as, as it is for, for beef. Right. So it's a, it's an easy, yeah. it's an easy marketable type of meat. Number one. Um, yeah. Number true. two, um, why why has chicken sandwiches become so popular recently um i don't know man i i i don't know uh, why i think maybe one reason I, i'm speaking from a business perspective is like chicken chick-fil-a uh just started doing amazing like their numbers just started going crazy um the, they're just like their service you mean you're, you're a fan of chick-fil-a too like their service is great the way that they do their menu mm-hmm. like everything is solid price points great and all that stuff um uh, and, and like they just – they kill it and all they serve really is chicken, right? So then a lot of um, – and they're the only players in that space as a company who like only focuses on chicken like that in that regard. Like you know kind of like in that weird in-between between like healthy and fast food, you know? And Yeah, that's true. I mean because there's other places that do all mm, chicken like but – Popeyes they, and whatnot. Uh, but it's I not mean, like – it's not associated well, with health at all. I guess the next one that I can think of that is kind of healthy but doesn't get – I don't think they gave you a sandwich. It's like, oh, you're local. Oh, yeah. Their, their chicken's pretty – I mean from what, from what I've had, it, it doesn't – I mean I don't know, right? But uh, you could have a health dec- – uh, what looks like a healthy meal at totally. Pollo Loco. But Pollo Loco speaks right. to – you know, the, the Pollo Loco, right? It's, it's, there's a Spanish flavor there. But they're – Chick-fil-A is Chick-fil-A is for the for the white Christians, right? Like, you know, after Sunday or not after Sunday, because it closed on Sunday. But like if it was open on Sunday, that's where you would go. You know what I said? You know what I speculated? And I'm 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 I'll be honest with you, because this is something I think I I mean I think I think there's something I'll I'll really this I, I really do believe this and people can make fun of me or think differently. I really do think there's something supernatural about the, the society's craving for Chick-fil-A. I really do. Um, not just because they put out a good sandwich, but one thing I've noticed is that the Christians that I know, including myself, I I think the moment prior to my conversion and after my conversion, something in me started craving more Chick-fil-A. I'm not kidding you, dude. <laughs> okay. I, I think whoever the owner was, the founder, he had a really strong relationship with God. And there was a covenant, and the Lord was like, "Look, I'm gonna bless your chains. I'm gonna bless your franchise. I'm gonna bless your chicken." And like now that you're a part of the sheepfold of of God and, and Christianity, there's like this natural craving for Chick Fil A more so than you were, more so than before you were a Gentile. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Sometimes I think that, and I think it's hilarious because I feel like all my Christian friends like religiously go to Chick Fil A 
not because of like we're here to support an institution that has some Christian values. It's more like I really legitimately crave this like four times out of the week. And I'm like, I've known you before your walk with Christ and you didn't crave it as much. So sometimes I wonder if there's like like a, something something's going on. You know what I mean? <laughs> Definitely, I think that's first of all. I think that'd be a great like movie script. I would love to see like a script of this. Like this would be that'd be hilarious. Like a chicken chain that is actually blessed by God, and you you know you see the growth of the chain and the owner, and, and maybe his rise and down. I mean, look. Let's be honest. That is what we're left to assume because they're closed out of one day out of the week, and they rival some of the biggest ones, man. Like they really do, and and it is kind of odd. I mean. Like the move to be closed on a Sunday is bad business. It really is, uh, and they they rival heck McDonald's a lot of these places, right? And they're either ahead or either on par uh, uh, with mm. them. And you have to wonder. You look at the lines of Chick Fil A versus McDonald's, and forget about just the maybe. Forget about even just the equivalents. Like oh, they have the same amount of customers. Like your experience at a McDonald's is radically different at expensive Chick-fil-A. And I don't believe the word my pleasure carries all the weight for their success when, when it comes down to feeling good at their no, location. No. I'm like, really? Like, is it just, is, is it, is it the uniform? Is it the cow? Is it the building? The building's kind of generic. The, the marketing's kind of bland. If you really think about it, the people, the uniform, it's kind of straightforward. The only thing that they're really doing is my pleasure. Maybe they just staff more individuals, but really, if you if you look deep down, it's like what is what exactly are you doing that is really like out of this world? And I can't really think of anything besides the food. And even then, I mean, I don't I'll, know. I'll say this as a person who isn't you know who isn't religious. Um, I, I do and and was you know and was religious or was a Christian. Like I do get church vibes when I go to Chick Fil A. I'll agree with you on that for sure. And. There is I think it's because, sure. but and, and to, to your point, like you it's too. you know everything is bland, but everything is very clean, and like there's a lot of there's a lot yeah. of people you know there and in and out, and they're all dressed up and, and whatnot. And I, I, because of that, I get that church vibe. You know, like we're all here together at a congregation, well, you know, to eat. Yeah, man, you, it could it could really double as a church in the evenings, and you wouldn't know the difference sometimes. I think besides the playground, mm. but you know. Um, well, if you notice when you go to Chick Fil A, the the music that they're playing is instrumental worship oh, music. Oh, I didn't know that. Like, like if you're not a Christian, you go in there and you don't recognize the the sound. But every time I'm in there, I'm like, oh, this is this worship song. Or and it's like, you know, our Lord is mighty to save, but it's instrumental. Wow. Every song is an instrumental worship song. Wow, dude, I had no idea. Oh man, I'm gonna listen to that. No, yeah, hundred percent, dude. It's it's not just instrumental random stuff. They're not just keeping it clean with some random piano song. Every song in there is the, is an instrumental version of a worship song. And I mean, every song, like I've been there and I sat there for two hours and every song is a worship song. Wow. Okay. So, And you got to wonder, is that affecting business? Um, because I'm a believer. I have to say, yeah, something's happening on a spiritual level that whether you believe or don't, you're being infected by something that is has some goodness and, to it. I mean, I'm a know? firm believer in the vibe, right? If the like, vi- <laughs> look, man, I'm a firm believer in the vibe. That's so that's so very modern, but I 100 percent understand what you're saying. Yeah, the vibe makes all the difference, dude. Like for me, I'll tell you one thing. Like I will, like I love fried chicken, right? And it's for from my own personal personal perspective and life and experience. I know the best fried chicken that I enjoy the most are the fried chicken spots in the hood 
where I know in the back it's grimy. I know that you know I, I can smell weed outside a little bit. I know that I'm gonna get a two two piece chicken for like three bucks with a biscuit and like a you know nice Dr Pepper or whatever. That to me is like the best type of like fried chicken. And like I'm sure they can go they can you know you can find that same exact thing maybe at a restaurant where you can pay twelve dollars for it. Nice little spot, patio, beers, and whatever it is, but it's not the same. I'll pay. I'll I'll go out of my way, drive into like a into the hood to go to go get to get that chicken spot, just because it makes it so much more tasty and so much more like refreshing. Like when I go there, so it's all to me. It's I'm a vibe customer. Like it's it's all about it's all about the vibe. Yeah, well, and and it, I guess yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's interesting that something like that is infect infectious uh, infectious is that the word i'm looking for yeah yeah it because you're not they're not doing popular songs you would think you would have a uh, you would have a better vibe with maybe some drake in the background or some of the latest r&b and hip-hop you know like you would think like uh the 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 rational thing to do would probably like well let's put something that's old school and good and you know but it's not the case it's it's the the less it's the less worldly it is, the less, the more welcoming it is because of its church vibe thing. Anyways, but yeah, man. Well, uh, besides Chick-fil-A, uh, how did we get out? We went from Chick-fil-A to the Republic of Texas, to the Republic of Texas, to... Plants. I don't, I don't know talking what about else. Plants, and dogs, plants, and animals. And dogs. Um, I don't know. What else? What, else what, what, what has happened in the news sphere that's worth mentioning? Besides all the shootings, yeah, the shootings, man. Um, Which I'll say this. I mean, let me say this about the shootings, right? You're talking about we're in a country of 330 million people. If you got one crazy person out of one million, like it looks like it's like the world is burning, and it looks like America is just shooting each other left and right. Like it's still very rare. If you, it, it, the media just does a good job of making it seem like it's on every street corner, and for their business to to thrive, they have to portray that type of reality for you and that landscape because it keeps you tuned in. It, it's this ongoing of like, what's going on, and why is this world happening? Why is my culture going down? Like, if you're having like fifty shootings, five fifty individuals that were disenfranchised and alienated and just overwhelmed with whatever they were dealing with whether it was hatred towards a race or whether it was not 50 crazy people out of 330 bro that that ain't that bad man i'm just saying it ain't that bad and i know that's probably very controversial to say but when you look at the numbers it's like statistically like you would think it should be every day considering how many people we have in here and how many people have it hard absolutely in other places of the world like yeah people die from violent crimes at a definitely at a higher rate than they do here i think it's just the expectation for america and the u.s is a lot different like um like my friends who are you know from overseas or whatever like when they think of america they think of it as like the land you know the land of the free right the land of opportunity the land of the american dream where you can come achieve your dreams and live out your life like you can you couldn't do anywhere else in the world and it's just like whenever an incident like that happens it's like it, it, it multiplies the factor you know it multiplies the effect of it because like oh shit like that's not what america is you know what i mean and um and it's- yeah well i think that is what america is and i think it, it the the lie was that not that we don't have freedom. It's just the kind of freedom, the freedom to consume, the freedom to build material wealth. All those things have its glitz and glamour, but I don't think they satisfy the mm. soul. 
Uh, I think the, I mean, I, I think it's just obvious. I think, in fact, I, I, I'm expecting more shootings. I would think there would be more killings, more suicides, more crazy things going on because the system isn't there fit for the soul. In fact, I, I'd look at certain tribes from around the world who are still practicing a hunter-gatherer practice, and I look at them in envy, really. And they don't have the car. They don't have Chick-fil-A. They don't have X, Y, and Z. And I, and I truly believe they're way more deeply satisfied than we are, and yet we are the envy of the world. And I think it's only because we labeled something that isn't healthy, healthy, and we had good entertainment and good marketing and good a whole image behind this quote-unquote luxury and wealth. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, I mean, everybody here has an uh, iPhone. There's a lot of good things, but I don't know, man. I think I would rather chase a gazelle. Definitely, man. I mean, I just shared a link with you that you can check out later. Um, it is. Do you know who um, David Cho is? Yeah, David yeah Cho? right. Yeah, I love him, man. Okay, well, he was on Joe Rogan, like, I don't know, a couple of months ago. And he talked about the people that were there. If there's a tribe in Africa that hunts bamboo, right? And he, he remember, I remember this clip because I thought it was very, you know, eye-opening. And um, he said that when he talked to them, he said that he was, were, that he was from America. And they're like, oh, America. And he said, yeah. And he asked them, would you guys be interested in ever visiting America? And the response was, America, the place where people jump off of bridges? And I thought that was very in- – and and, and, they, and from that response, I think there was a couple more words, but it was like ultimately, nah, we don't care mm. for it. And the response was that's the place where people jump off of mm. buildings. And right there and then, I, I it seemed like they understood something, that the way we are despite what we may be lacking according to the world is something, something that would ultimately long-term harm us because there is no longer oh, a ab- sense absolutely, of purpose. Dude. I, I've, and I've witnessed this from friends' parents. Um, I mean, specifically friends' parents and also like my parents, especially the ones who are immigrants, or actually just the ones who are immigrants. Um, like, because in, in the ones who came here, like, you know, first generation, right? Because they came here with those hopes and wishes. And like now after being here for 30 plus, 30 plus years, they acknowledge like what it's actually like. And then, you know, they still have relatives there in that country or whatever it is, or it's themselves. They end up moving back to their home countries because like, Oh, that does happen a lot. Yeah. You're yeah, right. Dude, my, yeah. my, my friends, um, uh, my Mexican friends specifically, like they're Mexican parents. Like they, a lot of them move back to, to the, uh, to, you know, their state or, or state in Mexico. It's pretty crazy. Um, and also, also like yeah. Americans do too. Um, interestingly enough, um no i have i have noticed that and i think they notice it um i think they really notice it the moment their kids are born in america and they mm. see them being raised by the culture here and perhaps they have access to things that other places don't but there is something to it that you would have probably wished that they would have picked tomatoes in a tomato field Mm. for a few years oh absolutely you know what i mean like I look at myself in the mirror and I'm like, man, bro, I think you would have really have benefited for like eight years of cotton picking <laughs> or eight years of like working in the cornfield or something like real mm. manual labor because, you know, something, you know what I mean? It's just, I mean, maybe I don't need all of that. Right. But I think the immigrant parents look at their kids and I'm like, bro, oh, you, you don't need no. to know. Yeah. I, I read a tweet the other day and it was, um, uh, it was kind of, it was pretty powerful, but like, um, it was like, Basically, I'm paraphrasing, but it was like, um, 
the lady, it was a, it was a woman who's probably in her thirties or whatever, but she was like, my parents came to the States and their whole method of, of their whole perspective on life is completely different from how I live mine. Right. Their, their, their mental mind state has always been since the beginning because they're refugees is survival. Right. Right. That's them. And then she's saying, and then, and whereas my perspective on life, right. Is self-actualization. Right. That's two different, that's two different lifestyles. That's two different mentalities and ways of like living in life. And like, I, you know, I acknowledge it and seeing that in my parents too. Like my parents definitely live in that, you know, survival world for sure. You know, like they're ready to go if, if things, you know, hit the, hit, you know, shit hits the fan, like they're ready to go. They're ready to pack up and go start a new fresh and things like that. I feel myself where like, I can imagine myself being able to to do that, but like if let's say you know God forbid war was a was a start was a start up here and like we had to go repopulate elsewhere, like that would be a shock to my system, and I you know I wouldn't know how I would carry on, you know like what skills of mine transfers into a new world, you know what I mean? Like like I'm a I work on the computer, you know it's like I mean I can do some manual labor, yeah. but like you know what I mean? Like I'm gonna, I gotta start new, and like if I had kids too, like that's a whole different ball game, you know whole different mentality yeah. um yeah um so the link i shared you is and this is uh don't want to you know take take a dark turn or whatever but uh, take a <laughs> dark turn. Turn. i'll bring a chair and i'll take it all the way down to the pit so this Let's is uh um, so two kids okay right. in allen texas is this what did you send um, this to i sent it to you here on the on the app right here um on a recording app oh. um it's the link oh. maybe i'll text it to you um, yeah, text it to me because um, it says to open it, and I'm worried that if I open it, it's not gonna. I'm still figuring out this Chromebook okay. thing. I don't know. I also feel like I just bought like spyware <laughs> or like a spying device. I don't. I really don't trust this laptop. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it is Google. Um, <laughs> um, okay, but so this so this happened about. Uh, I'm not sure how many how long ago it was. Maybe it was like a month ago. Maybe a little bit longer. Um, so these two kids in Allen, Texas, um, uh, not McAllen, Allen. So up here, you know, in, in, in North Texas, not too far from Dallas. Um, they did a, uh, one was 19 years old. The other one was 21. Um, two very smart kids. One went to UT. The other was, one was an older brother. One was a younger brother. Um, uh, basically they, um, the brothers agreed to do a murder suicide. Um, they killed... They killed their um, their family members, mom and dad, grand grandparents, and and sister. And this is the suicide letter that he had left on his Instagram page, like linked on his Instagram page about like what was going on mentally and things like that. Essentially, just uh, you can read through it because it's kind of interesting, just to like you know see, see kind of his thought process and mind and and get, you know get a little insight to his uh, his mind. Um, is he's depressed? He's been he has he suffers from depression for a long time so is his brother um you know they they i don't know what you what you call the disease but um or the mental illness but like they, they cut themselves too um they did that for a long time and basically he couldn't find happiness in life and um logically he's also a computer developer or a software like software developer like a programmer and um he was talking about how like logically he thought through like the like the situation and he thought that you know he got to the logical conclusion that he couldn't survive in this world anymore, wasn't happy with it. So why, why should he live, right, if the purpose of life is to be happy and he's not that? 
Uh, and then on top of that, he said if he was to die and his brother was also uh, to die too, it would leave his family, his immediate family, his mom, brother, sister, sorry, his mom, dad, sister, and grandmother in a state of you know grief. And they would also not be happy because they'd have to live with that for the rest of their lives, right? So he came to the conclusion that, hey, maybe I should take out these people too. And and they did. And um, in the in the essay or you know the little write up he does, like he talks about that. He also really dives deep into the office um, for whatever reason. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm I'm scanning through it right now, and I and I noticed he, that he right talks now. about yeah. the office a lot, which I thought was really like weird and interesting. Uh, well, weird, but like also interesting because like he's also a kid. You know what I mean? He's twenty, twenty one, maybe. Um, hasn't had a very much like life experience, literally went from high school, you know, went through grade school, went to college for like a year maybe. And then like went back home. Like he, he really hasn't done much. You know what I mean? Like explored life on the other side. And it's situations like these where I'm like, that really sucks. I mean, obviously it sucks just cause you know, I don't want, I don't want anybody to die ever. Um, but, but it sucks because like he just hasn't like he he's depressed and you know he's he's been depressed for a long time but like he hasn't reached a point he hasn't got a chance to explore all the other facets of life right not many of us get the get that opportunity and I'm thankful to have some you know that opportunity as well um, but like I wish like I don't know man I wish he would have got a chance maybe to live life a little bit longer before he makes judgment you know yeah well. You know, I'm I'm reading it right now, man. I'm a decent, quick reader. So I didn't get everything, though, but I'm really going through it. And this guy just has bad logic, bad ideology. Like, he, he I, I think, right, he needed some more years. What I'm reading here is just very, it's like arrogant mm-hmm. and then immature. And um, I don't know, man. It, I mean, also, I just see, I see an, another one like succumbing to the world's wisdom, because this whole, you know, if life is to be happy, then logically, like I think the premise is wrong. I don't think life is supposed to be happy, and I don't think it's about satisfaction or happiness or anything of that. I mean. I mean, you got that Bible verse, like, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world, but he loses its soul? And so I don't think this, where my personal belief is that this is just a terminal. And if you put all your chips on this terminal, yeah, you're never going to get excited for anything else because you don't recognize it as a, as a place of in-betweenness. You recognize it as this is the place. And if you've ever been to a terminal, it sucks just being there. It's crappy. It's corporate. It's prepackaged it's sterile it lacks life it lacks everything though you do have some entertainment some good food some whatever but ultimately the big thing is getting on the airplane and going to the real destination and i think i think that's where religion more specifically like the idea of god saves you from the despair of oh crap i'm in a terminal and and this is it and because it's so artificial and so scheduled like he's saying the office wake up do this and there's a cycle that repeats itself i mean it's because you saw that you saw that as the end but there was more i i truly believe that there's more Mm. down the hallway and i and 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 that's where i'm like a belief in god i truly believe would have saved this young man and his brother 
because it would have the wall that they were looking at would have would have been just an illusion. It would have been well. There's more to the hallway. There's more to this. I'm gonna, and even if you took it into like a Buddhist New Age psychedelic, like you're an eternal soul, and if you're an eternal soul, you have to consider that perhaps this is just a stage of my long process of entering eternity. Now that I've be- begun to become a sentient creature, and now therefore there's eternity ahead of me. And so to be so woe is me and let me just end it all. It's like you're we're forgetting completely religiously or not religiously that you're a, 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 a energy in motion that's going to continue in motion, whether you're manifested mm. here on earth or not. And to have seen it so um, limited and to have seen it so like short sighted is it's it's a shame. It really is a shame um, on any really perspective religious christianity no christianity even on a psychedelic lsd buddhist type of worldview like this this dude just did not see on the, didn't see the other side of it all and so he just quickly ended it because the level he was in in the long span of eternity wasn't to his liking because society set him up with the, with the wrong mm. metric system and it's and it sucks that the calculations he was basing it on were were from from wrong equations, fundamentally wrong equations. Mm. And yeah, I don't know. I, a part of me is like he's an idiot, you know. To put it put it really frank, uh, a part of me feels compassion and hurt for a man who didn't think didn't think more to what exactly he was doing. And at the same time, I see this, and bro. I, 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 I straight up see the devil, man. I see, I see, if not the devil, I see something equivalent to that level of darkness. And it's one thing to kill yourself and your brother coming in, but then taking your family, it's, there's something truly demonic to that. And if not demonic in the way that it's understood, then there is something equivalent to the word demonic that has made this family just disappear on yeah. the face of the earth. And and that's very that's very disheartening. Definitely very disheartening. And because and I read this and dude, there this kid is not in the minority. Like he he is in the majority and perhaps how he feels. And there's just there's a lot of not cowards, right? But there's a lot of people who don't literally pull the trigger and they just stay in this limbo of like, well, I hate life, I want to kill myself, but I can't do mm-hmm. it. Yeah. You know? And it just sucks. And I can and I'm sorry, I'll, I'll let you talk right now. I just I, I believe it's only gonna get worse because I think we're just becoming more isolated and disconnected within each other, with each other, with social media and all this crap. You know, I was recently talking to a guy and he just felt completely just overwhelmed, but then completely defeated about the dating game because the very fact that something like OnlyFans exists has just kind of destroyed his view on women. And he, he, there's just mistrust of the other gender and where society's at. And, and he, he can't ever enter a real relationship because Maybe she's not on OnlyFans, but he can no longer live in disbelief, or in, he can he can no longer hold the sense of disbelief that that girl mm. is only talking to him. And I'm like, I know, bro, I know. Anyways, no, sorry, no. man. What are you saying? <laughs> I, I I agree with. I mean, I can feel for your friend for sure. I've actually had a similar conversation with a friend recently about that too. Um, no, so going back to the um, what you said about the kid being like he's he's in the majority and. He is, dude, and like that's this to me. That's like the scary part because I'm I, I'm looking at this as if, you know, there's gonna be other kids out there, similar mindset, went to UT, 
went to you know school like a nice little universe like that majored in computer science was in uh you know was in uh, um uh what was honor society and 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 uh student council and stuff in high school and, and went to church things like that and then you know does this right it's like it, it, it he's creating um he's creating a reason not a reason but a, a level a certain level of of uh comfortability for a kid who was like on who's teetering like on that edge was like oh hey this kid did it like he's kind of like me you know like we, we're both program computers yeah that's another reason for him to like do that right like it's not as abnormal for me to do this now you know and that, that, that's the yeah. part that scares me because i can you know i can i can see a, a kid yeah. being swayed that way you know like yeah. and, and it's because it, it went because yeah. like the dynamic went from uh, you know, what was that? What was the kid's names from Columbine? Um, Dylan and and uh, whatever his name uh, was, yeah. but like you know, trench coat kids, right? Weirdos, um, listen yeah. to heavy metal. That was kind of like the what the, what the media kind of defined them as, right? Like these goth weirdo kids, or whatever, right? Sure. And now it's like it's changing and shifting and morphing into like everyday normal kids, you know? Next, yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, there's something to be really scared about that there is a mindset that's becoming popularized because of where society perhaps places in that the result is the rejection of life itself. Like if there is anything truly demonic or dark or chaotic or however you want to put the word, it is that very thing. It's such a denial of life, the rejection of life. It's 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 on par with rejecting nature. It's on par with rejecting the beauty of flowers, the beauty of a bee pollinating a flower, or or the 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 complexity of our minds and our, our eyes and the way nature works and in such a balanced nature and sacred geometry. It you are a part mm. of this perfect divine system. And you are so far deep into a pit that really lacks words that your logical quote unquote conclusion conclusion is a complete seizing of your participation in a divine mm. system. That bro is demonic. Like really, that's like you are a part of the most amazing thing ever that's ever that man can ever know of, and and not and not only know of but be a part of it, and and your result of your ideology is I no longer want to be a part of it. And to me, that tells me that it's, it's more than just the economic system we live in, the political system we live in, whether in India or America or in some Island or whatever. I don't, I don't doubt that living in a more tribal setting helps, but I think ultimately that rejection speaks to there has been something in the outer sphere in the inner sphere, in our minds, in our spiritual souls. And, and, and that, that's, there's a level of darkness that's been injected into our system of divinity and it's a, and it's in constant warfare against life and no life, life and death. And I wonder whether or not that is an original state. And what I mean by that, is this what it was always supposed to be or is the, or is the presence of death, the presence of the very fact that we can reject life something a part of a fallen world kind of concept and that this world needs some form of redemption 
because of the warfare that we find ourselves in. Anyways, that's all I got to say, man. Maybe for a lot of people, that's a lot of crap, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded good for a little bit. I liked it. There's a part where I'm like, hmm, that came out of my mouth. (laughs) I think that sounded good. The the fallen world part sounded sounded pretty cool. I was was imagining, um, I was imagining like a dystopian, um, like earth, right? With like burning sure. buildings and weird creatures flying and stuff. Um, no, man, I, I I agree with that. Like, I mean, not agree with it, but like um, one thing that you said that uh, really stuck out was I've I've always con- I've never considered suicide and even murder suicide. Actually, maybe not murder suicide, but like suicide specifically as a as not only because like you know obviously suicide you're giving up on yourself right, but you're also giving up. Obviously, you know, you're giving up your family, your, your, your social connections, people who love you and, and are around you and everything like that. But you're also really giving up on the world, right? Because, like, it takes a whole yeah. human race to progress our species, you know, into the next level and things like that. And it's like you basically just said, like, I am no, of no value. I don't want to be a part of this team at all. And you, and you, and you checked out. Mm. Exactly. And, and the very fact that you have that option – speaks to something inherently wrong in, 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 in the world we live in. Like the very fact that you have the option to check yourself out for me is evidence that that, that is, is a, a after coding. I mean, if that's the way to put it. I don't know. I, I, you don't see. I mean, let me ask you this. Do you, are, is there any um, record of, of certain species of animals committing suicide? Uh- like just like we finding some like homosexual in- like instances with some species, is there something like suicide in the animal um, kingdom? Yeah, so I have heard of situations, but I don't know necessarily know if you classify it as suicide because, um, like, will a certain animal get like low because of a death of a partner? Yeah, and then. Not yes, but that's but die? it's taken in a different light, right? Like there's certain animals who, yes, will die if like you know their mate dies, right? Because because um, that might be the only mate that they have to repopulate, which is you know as from an animal's brain, that's the only that's the main goal in life, right? Is to repopulate, right? And if that if that sure. opportunity dies, and it's like you've done your duty in the world, so like what are you left for, kind of thing, right? So that's a that's more of like a a trigger of um, uh, of necessity, really, right? Whereas like sure. humans, okay. we can self actualize, and we can, you know what I mean? Like we can yeah. do a lot more things than an animal could, you know. So I just googled animal suicide to see if sure. if, uh, if any of this is true. Um, <laughs> okay, let's see. So I do know um, – I do know there's cases of dogs who have committed suicide. But that's because they were, that's because they were Interesting. sick. Interesting. Uh, so they knew they were dying oh, anyways. Okay. Well, that seems more like a survival type of thing, like injury yeah. misery kind of thing. On the Well, you know, but that's kind of what we're doing. I mean depression can take its physical yeah. form for sure. Um, But there's but there's no like there's no chimp that's like you know what I'm kind of done of swinging around and eating bananas I'm about to go off myself guys peace like you don't you don't really see I'm that sure. I just Google this document see <laughs> do animals commit suicide um, you know I, I hate these articles that like there's so much text and it's so hard to read like just give me the, the meat I'm gonna put chimpanzee so you Google that I'm gonna put chimpanzee kills himself. <laughs> 
I don't know why I find that so funny. No, really. Oh, Lemmings. okay. So this is like okay. So this is the so first article that comes up. Sorry, Michael Jackson's Lemming. Lemmings, who? dude. Who commits suicide? Lemmings. Um, what like lemmings? this rodent creature, but I know. Oh, like in Pumba, Pumba and Timon? They, is it no, Timon? No, it's not Timon, but, but these, they, they jump off cliffs. Yeah. Um, oh, really? Yeah, let me see. Uh, you've never heard of the Lemmings thing? It's like, uh, I feel like there's a saying that goes with it, but I used to hear it all the time. What the heck? Um... So this is what I have. This is what I googled with my chimpanzee kills himself or tries to come up. Oh my gosh, we value your privacy. No, you don't. You don't value anything. Um, okay, so this is this is the first article that pops up. Ah, oh, Chihuahuas. Uh, hold on, give me one second. Okay, sorry. So lemmings. Okay, so lemmings. I remember because uh, I had a teacher who called my class lemmings. Basically, it's like you know that saying where it's like. If if you know if Phil jumps off a cliff or you jump off with him, it comes from that. So lemmings, like there's a um, they used to say that lemmings like, lemmings jump off cliffs together, right? Like they because they move as a pack, and if one jumps off, the rest kind of jump off too, and they kill each other or they kill themselves. Um, apparently, here I'm looking up now, it's it's a misconception actually. Lemmings don't actually do that. Well, well, let me tell you what I got. I got Michael Jackson's chimp bubbles. Trying no. to commit suicide. Bubbles. Yep. I love bubbles. Yeah. So this is this is what I got. Uh, Michael Jackson's pet chimp, Bubbles, reportedly tried to kill himself. Ah, stupid pop-up ad. Uh, tried to kill himself in 2003 after his master was charged with child molest. Is this a joke? What am I reading? So you're telling me... Is it, Okay. Michael Jackson's pet chimp Bubbles reportedly tried to kill himself until after his master was charged with. Nah, this must. What am I? I probably pulled up a wrong article, man. I'm sorry. I'm not doing my due diligence here. I just saw something that confirmed my, my, my bias. Was it my bias? I'm reading this one article here. This is kind of interesting for uh, the BBC. Um, basically, I don't know if it's Socrates or Aristotle had wrote a bunch of stuff on this in Victorian or people from the Victorian age too. But basically, like, and a lot of animals kill themselves if they're under imprisonment. Like, mm. they will kill themselves for freedom, right? Or to get away from, like, entrapment. Like, specifically stags and like, well, um, uh, like deer stuff. Um, but then, but then the the expert also another expert on here says that that's that's actually not suicide, because suicide suicide takes planning. And it takes a detailed understanding of, about our place in the world. So as an animal, you don't have understanding of your – necessarily of your place in the world, right? Like you you have – maybe you have an inkling of it, but you don't understand really the, the true impact of what you do. You know, you you do as an, an animal, right? Like you don't know – you don't think about, oh, like I – you know, I'm providing to the soil or I'm providing – you know, if I die or, you know um, – if I eat, if I eat these plants and you yeah. know I migrate here, I'm actually you know pollinating X Y Z or whatever it is. So it's it's not the same level of um, understanding. So it's not suicide. It's just like mm. it's maybe it's a different term for it. Yeah. Well, right here it looks like I, I okay. So I got I got I keep getting the same article from different places. So let's just assume there's some truth to it, right? Uh, the dark side of his life in Neverland. Shocking new allegations claim Michael Jackson chimp bubbles tried to commit suicide, was beaten, and started self-harming 
after he was told the king of pop was dead. <laughs> That's a fucking joke. <laughs> I do love bubbles. Yeah, I don't know about him. Dude, I'm seeing it in so many articles. True, man. It's a chimp. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, animal. Hey, man, look, I'm going to believe animals, it because animals it, do love their owners. That's, you know, that's that's a fact for sure. Like, you know, they, they become attached and, you know, um, they start to feel like that's a part of their livelihood. Right, folks. But, but yeah. I'm, I'm keep reading and it just, it's all <laughs> crap websites. I don't trust Google. They're not giving you the good stuff anymore. They're just giving yeah, you what you want. Don't trust Google. I was really hoping that he was like, you know, making a noose. Um, oh god, that would be funny, right? Oh god, <laughs> this chimpanzee making a noose. That says a lot. That says a lot about Yo, that, that, the king, that, man. The king of pop, dude. Damn. Yeah. R.I.P. Um. All right. Well. We're at one sixteen. What is there to say? None much. Um, I'm probably gonna go do some more research on just suicide. Not for yeah, not not to honestly, not to not for self harm or anything like that. I'm just curious to know, Um, especially for animals. Like I really want to know if that is actually a thing because none of these sites could give me a clear answer. I feel like it's a disputed subject. I am going to. Well, I'm not good. I don't know what I want to do. Uh, but okay, well, good. Yes. It was a good podcast. Yes. Uh, all right, folks at home, uh, thank you for listening. I hope you continue to listen unless you've died prior to the episode being launched. Then, therefore, you can't listen. So, anyways, <laughs> don't include that there, man. Thanks for listening, <laughs> folks.